Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Pleased to be joined by David Lacey, president of Community Bank and Trust in Waco. And uh, David, we were both uh, honored. And uh, the other night, Baylor Line Foundation, what a cool event that was. Always go to that and or have started going to it. But, man, to be recognized and then to get to see you up there with the uh, uh, Distinguished Alumni Award, that was so cool. And to get to hear some of your stories. And I got to thinking this morning, I'm like, I wonder if I could get a hold of David and uh, and get David on the radio because I loved hearing some of those stories. Congratulations, <laughs> sir, and, uh, and welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Thank you, Matt. I, I appreciate that greatly. Uh, it was a great evening, uh, very honored and very humbled and uh and want to congratulate you and your family on the baylor families award as well uh congratulations to you well i appreciate it i started worrying about some of the jokes i'd written down because everybody was pretty serious and they were saying such wonderful things the mayor was up there and i kind of thought well maybe i should leave some of these jokes on the cutting room floor but uh but it was a fun night everything food was great uh, and it was great honoring and and to see Coach Taff and Coach Hart. I know Coach Taff meant the world to you, and you've gotten to know him over the years. But I'm you're probably like me. I'm still always I feel like a little kid when I'm around him because that's when I used to go to Baylor, you know, Grant Taff football camp, and and I go over there to his table. And now over the years we've kind of become friends. It's still a weird thing to me that I could you know know Grant Taff as a friend and uh but wasn't that cool seeing coach taff honored yeah no doubt and uh what a great guy and what a great man and what a great coach and and also uh he made such a difference to baylor i mean <laughs> i remember bill beal and uh i uh got to know grant taff and and i gotta admit he he Scott Drew may have created may have inherited a worse situation, but it wasn't a whole lot worse than uh, than what what Coach Staff inherited. It was a pretty pretty skinny football team, and he took us literally in that first season to being very competitive, and then to the Cotton Bowl a couple of years later. That's amazing. Yeah, I love hearing you talk about the players from Baylor that you loved uh, as a kid growing up and uh, true Elkins names that ring out in Baylor lore. Um, what was that like, you know, when you were you you were sharing some of your memories um, being a kid, going to those games, you know, your dad taking you to those games. Now, I understand, uh, David, they, every once in a while you would get sent to the, uh, the end zone. Hey, <laughs> I was a little vociferous in my yelling, and my dad, my dad appreciated the enthusiasm, but I think the cowbell you know, was over the top, and uh, he asked me to go to the to the end zone to complete the game. My mother was always supportive of me, though, <laughs> and uh, but I, I I did get banished to the end zone for most of the games, usually around the second quarter. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of fun back then. All right. And, boy, they, you're connected to so many of these venues over the years. Old Baylor Stadium, which became Floyd Casey. Um, you know, the HOT. Now, what your name, you had to, 
what was your name for the uh, HOT Coliseum? Was it the was it the we, hot we house? Affectionate, <laughs> we affectionately called it the hot box. The hot box. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't a whole lot of air conditioning going on in those days, and um, that that was that seemed appropriate. Now you got heavily involved in the Fast Break Club, and you were on the board. I'm sure you served as a president, but when you were even back in 1984 and 85. Um, and, and that was a, a great entry point, and you were already serving on boards and all. But I know that that was an important time. And uh, boy, we all, you know, obviously Coach Howler was there, and then Coach Iba. But what yeah. do you, um, th- those stories, like you said, the hot box, HOT Coliseum, the one I, I love talking to you earlier about some of the things y'all would do to try to, you know, get the crowd fired up, get everybody excited. And now they do it, like it really goes back to Vinnie Johnson days to, in terms of lighting my fire. But, man, those were fun games to go to. And so I was literally a year or two out of college. And um, Coach Haller uh, asked me to work on the fast break club, which we did. But we were always thinking, trying to come up with ideas on how to put, you know, butts in the seats and uh it was a problem back then it's it you know it's nothing new really it's it's the same old stuff but anyway we came up with some creative ideas and one of them was a ladies free throw shooting contest and uh and only women uh i guess it's discriminatory these days but anyway only women could um could participate but they, if they made it They'd get two little gift certificates to the Schellenbergers, which was a store in town back in the day. And then if you, even if you missed it, you got one gift certificate. So it was kind of fun. And and uh, but literally, as time ran out at halftime, I mean, we still had twenty, thirty women in line. Because they were just, they were there for that gift certificate. You know, that was all they were, that's what they were there for. It was fun. A lot of fun and a lot of great memories. You probably had a few suits from over there. As a Baylor student, I remember, you know, being yeah, that, sent over there yeah, to lot, get a tie or something. At yeah, Burgers. a lot of people forget, but it was a, a lady shop in addition. It was primarily a men's shop, but they yeah. they sold late, the ladies' clothes as well. And that was what they were trying to promote with that ladies free throw shooting contest. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I bet there were some ringers that showed up, you know, some like high school players that got out oh, there and, and, and <laughs> Yeah, probably so, but you know, what the heck? I mean oh, they were gonna get they were gonna get ten dollars instead of five, so it wasn't that big a deal. David Lacey, president <laughs> of uh, Community Bank and Trust, uh, there in Waco, joining us, and uh, he was awarded the other night the Distinguished Alumni Award. And man, it was so neat to see people honored and and everything that went on. Now, what do you remember about you know watching Vinny in person? You know, I he, to me, I can barely, I can kind of remember as a kid watching Teagle. I don't have great memories of. I, I think I heard him on the radio. I think I heard Frank Fallon probably talking about Vinny when I was about five years old or something. Were you at the – when he scored 50 against TCU, were you there for that? I've always heard yeah, about I that game. I that. And, wow. And for, for every – for at least a couple of times, this is what was classic Vinny. He'd scored 50 against TCU, but then when Danny Ainge and BYU came to town, they they kind of 
clamped him down point-wise, and all he had was 21 assists that night. So, uh, you know, you couldn't really stop him. You could kind of keep him from scoring by double and triple teaming him, but you couldn't really... You couldn't really stop him because if you doubled or tripled teamed him, the other the other guys were fixing to get the ball. Now you played golf at Baylor, and and that was a time when the SWC from about seventy five seventy nine that was that's about as great as the SWC ever was at golf. They were cranking out all these uh, all these guys that would go on to star on the PGA Tour. I mean that fa- talking about that fascinates me because it'd be Fred Couples, Payne Stewart, some of the some of these all time greats. You were out there on these courses, you know, playing yeah. against those those yeah. guys. You you yeah. Matt, I I got beat by some of the best names in golf. <laughs> I couldn't play at that level, but man, it was sure fun being in the same group with them. I know that. It was uh, Payne Stewart and Couples and Dave Ogren. Uh, really, I mean, it was four or five teams worth of great players. Jeff Mitchell was at Tech, and he won a PGA Tour event. I mean, there were there were a lot of them, and they were all good. Uh, I got to play with them. I'm not real sure how many of them I ever beat, but uh, <laughs> I got to play with them, which was a thrill of a lifetime. And now tell me about what y'all had to do along maybe with the tennis team to earn some money for those trips. There may have not been the foundation. You may have not been raising quite as much money back then. So the the players had to go out and and earn some money so that y'all could do all these things. And I was kind of amazed to find out what y'all were required to do. And I assume this was the Sunday after football games. Yeah, it was the Sunday after football games, and I guess, first of all, I probably needed to be studying. Uh, Secondly, I was missing the Cowboy game, but then the reality is I wasn't playing golf either, and they made us clean out the football stadium. It was uh, a little bit of a humbling experience, but it was Baylor football, and then there weren't any of these things called excellence funds. Uh, Those did not exist back there, and so... uh, they would pay us for some pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, you know, plain and Jane type things, and the money got really just transferred from Baylor to the Baylor Golf Team Fund, and that's how we, that's how we traveled to the tournaments. Was uh, the money that was in the account due to our cleaning out the football stadium on Sundays. <laughs> A little humbling. <laughs> These were not no-show <laughs> jobs, right? Like you see some. Oh, no. You actually had to show up for these kind of jobs. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, they, they believe me. When you cut that class, when you cut that class, they knew it. <laughs> now you played uh, on the on the. You were talking about the golf team. I was interested because Gene Shields is who I remember, and I, I was fortunate enough to get to know him. And he came on at the end of your time. But the coach, coach previous to him, you were telling me about John Ariaga, yeah, yeah. Johnny Ariaga, my freshman, uh, sophomore, and junior years at Baylor, uh, was not only my golf coach. He ended up being a very, very, very close friend, and uh, I hope there's some people out there that still remember him. He was an assistant uh, pro at Ridgewood for many years after playing on the PGA Tour. 
And um, he was a he was a great golfer. He could beat all of us left-handed. But the bottom line is, he was our coach, and it was fun to be there. Man, to be around somebody that had been out there with all those stories and that. Now, did you have dreams of, at that point, trying to play on tour or was going against <laughs> some of those people we talked about pretty humbling and let you know maybe that you wasn't going to be part of your future? I sure hope there has never been a college student-athlete that didn't have aspirations to going on to the big stage at some point in time. So, yeah, I mean, I had them, but uh, – they got drubbed down one day at uh, Morris Williams in Austin, Texas, when it was kind of drizzling rain. And I really played pretty good that day. I shot a 69 at Morris Williams. And I came in and I told Coach Ariaga, I said, hey, Johnny, what's leading today? And he says, oh, Lacey, you've never asked that question before. You must be, you must have played good. And I said, yeah, Coach, I shot 69. I shot 69. He said, that's really good, son. You're only five back. <laughs> and that's when I knew <laughs> I need to go home and study. And because yeah. this, this golf deal, that, that that's all I had was a 69. And Ed Fiore that day shot a 64. Ed Fiore? Golly, I met yeah. him one time. I mean, he's about, what, 5'6". Yeah. They um, called him the grip. <laughs> yeah, he he actually beat Tiger Woods early in in Tiger's career. One of the yeah. very few guys that can ever say that they, you know, he beat Tiger Woods was Ed Fiore. And he played University of Houston. He was a great golfer. Yeah, and he, that was that Twin Cities tournament, I think, in Minneapolis, St. Paul. You know, it, yeah, where that no, happened. I can't remember all the details, but he beat he beat Tiger. Uh, coming down the stretch and that not too many people could could ever say that if if people saw a picture of ed fiore right now they would not imagine that he was somebody who beat uh, tiger woods <laughs> no he he wasn't the greatest athlete in the world but he he could play golf he also had the ugliest grip in north america uh but his, his, the golf grip worked for him and so good for him <laughs> it sure beat me like a child, stepchild that day, I know that. Well, are you? Um, have you kind of admired the uh, as Foster Pavilion has started going up? Uh, I mean, it's uh, uh, you've you've been a part of these venues. Your father, your grandfather—they've done so much in Waco. What do you What do you think about all that? Are you excited to be it, in the uh, in the new pavilion? It is unbelievable, and when I see the. The thing go up, it's just, it's really kind of breathtaking. Because, you know, that, that piece of dirt right there, uh, the the Brazos River only crosses I-35 at one spot. And uh, we got McLean Stadium on one quadrant and Foster Pavilion on another. It's it's uh it's kind of it's kind of incredible really from my perspective because we've been trying to develop that corner, that little spot for I mean, it was going to be the Bush Library, and then it was going to be something else. And so to see it finally come to fruition is amazing, to be in, to be real honest with you. I don't, don't know a better term than that. It's just amazing and wow. and great. I'm so, so happy that it's going to be a first-class development. All right. Well, let's hope. It'll, it'll spring hotels and all types of other things as well. 
Well, that'll be that'll be exciting. Let's hope the Bears get rolling, uh, both the men and women, in this Big Twelve tournament. I've always wanted them to win one of those tournaments, you know. And and they've they've got the championship game. You remember back in the eighties? I think yeah. it was two straight years. SMU they played the championship game. A and M won it one year when they were last in the conference with Shelby. I think that would have been Shelby still yeah, coaching I think them. That's right. And Baylor yeah, got to the championship game they just couldn't finish it off so that would be an awesome thing to win one of these big 12 uh, tournaments those were cool weren't they david the old swc oh, tournaments <laughs> yeah they, the sec tournament was in san antone and before it was in reunion arena and man there was some good basketball going on i mean when you're talking about flat fast slam and jam and all the like it was uh incredible incredible basketball but this could be the deepest and best tournament ever could be we'll see yeah yeah i think it'll be it'll be good but uh david um really uh really fun to visit with you and have admired you over the years all the things you've done the bankers hall of fame all these things you're a part of and uh, it was great seeing you honored the other night and I just thought, man, I got to go track him down. And then I got caught up <laughs> taking some pictures and missed you afterwards. But uh, but I, I found you today. Thank you for that, Matt. I appreciate all you do. You have a great show. And thanks for, t- thanks for talking. You bet. There he goes. Uh, David Lacey, president of Community Bank and Trust uh, in Waco. And, uh, boy, his father and grandfather, this is uh, – they really did some amazing things in Waco over the years, and I just loved hearing from him the other night and wanted to get him on the show today. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. Campus Confidential is next. <laughs> 